0: podcast is not affiliated with nor does it speak on behalf of any company, organization, or firm. This is based on the personal experiences and opinions of two individual professionals. Welcome to our podcast, Decoding Corporate America. I am Erica.
1: And I am Sashala. This is episode four, Mentorship versus Sponsorship. You know what? Let's take a minute to think about that, Erica. We are four episodes in Yes, Yes. go us, go us. Go us. And I mean, really, we're five episodes because one of them was two parts. Mm -hmm. So you know something? We are grateful to you all as listeners. This podcast is an opportunity for Erica and I to catalog what we do informally. We believe the many things that needed to be decoded in the corporate space can be done within a year. So within that year, we want to do some solid and quality content in 15-minute increments. So stay tuned and continue to rate, subscribe, and follow us. We are on all social media platforms. So if you have any questions, please do reach out.
0: Right. And Shashala, one more thing. Uh, As we talk about mentorship versus sponsorship, Shashala and I mentor each other as well. And one of our professional development points that we're working on as we do this podcast is being succinct and less verbose in our delivery, guys. You yep. can only imagine <laughs> all that we do to crunch this down into a fifteen-minute inc- increment, guys. You don't yeah. if you only knew how many takes we we do of these episodes. So yes, after twenty years, even us as experts are developing professionally too. Big shout out also to our public speaking coach Frank Kitchen. Thank yeah, you, big Frank. shout
1: out to Frank, really helping yes. us crunch this down and get this right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. So, mentorship versus sponsorship. This topic has been surfacing as a theme throughout our episodes. We've heard it in Performance Review, review, Like a Boss Part 2, and recently in our last episode, Moving Up the Corporate Ladder. And you know what? We want to explore this a little bit more in this episode. We'll give you the textbook definitions because we know there are folks who are trying to get into the corporate space and might not be familiar with some of these terms. And we're also going to talk about the different types of mentors we have and maybe get into a little story time just based on our own experiences with sponsors. So Erica, what do you have for the good folks keen to hear about this topic?
0: Right. So for our listeners who aren't in the corporate space, but interested in tuning in, let me provide some insight into what a mentor and what a sponsor is. This Hmm. is info that I snagged from the Center for Creative Leadership, which is a great site, by the way. What we'll do just for informational purposes, we'll actually include a link to this, I think on our LinkedIn page, we'll put it on there. I think that's the best place to get to it. right? So um, in any case, at a high level, it goes into the difference between a mentor versus a sponsor and there's a four prong approach right so at a high level a mentor is actually someone who develops you professionally right so this is yep. just in general right you can look at the mentor as a formal relationship sometimes you could either be connected through your job or by request by someone that you look up to um, but yeah, this is essentially someone who develops you professionally. And then, yep. generally, from a sponsor scenario, this is someone who advocates for you behind closed doors. This is the key that part. part. Guys. Yeah. So, this tends to happen more organically and is based on a senior leader knowing the quality of your work and standing behind it. The
1: listen, yep. sponsors are not easy to find, guys. <laughs> They're so, not.
0: And sometimes um, you don't
1: even know who they are. Sometimes absolutely. you don't even know who they are. It's true. It's true. So
0: like I said, what we'll do is we'll put this on our LinkedIn page for you guys to check out um, that quick summary from um, that Center for Learning, I believe. That's what I said, Center, right?
1: Center for, Center for Creative Leadership. There
0: there we go. Center for Creative Leadership. Mm-hmm. I'm already getting um, mind, mind blown. But in any case, yeah, <laughs> that's
1: it. Yeah. All right. So one of the other things I'd like to note is that there are different types of mentors. And in an article that i read a while ago, nailed it down to four types. I actually found it on HBR, by the way, Harvard Business Review, um, called Stifling Innovation. Um, check it out. Great article. Anyway, mm-hmm. so let me pull this up. Hold on one second. Scrolling up, scrolling, scrolling. Okay. Got it. All right. So they talk about these four types. So First one they talk about is the superstar. They're the role model. This is the person the organization gets behind and is well-respected, great energy. You also have the second type is the connector. They're the master networker and who is generous with their networks. The third one is the resource manager. And in my opinion, this person knows where all the bodies are buried, okay? (laughs) And they didn't state that in the article, but that's how I interpreted it. But- they are aware of all the resources that are available to you in the organization. And then the last one is the accountability partner. That person is willing to listen to your issues that you have, help you work through it as a coach, and they actually sometimes do something about it. I mean, hmm. look, you're definitely um, a superstar role
0: model for sure. I mean, I'm well, sure if we speak you. to thank some you. folks, they, they would look into <laughs> that, but um, thank
1: you. But which one would you say you are? Uh, I would say, and that was generous of you, by the way, but I would say (laughs) that I model a combination of the four, depending on who the mentee is and what their needs are. For the less seasoned folks and situation dependent, I move into the accountability partner role. And if it's like a peer-to-peer type of situation, um, dependent, situation dependent again, um, I could be more of the connector. And as a mentee, it's funny that you mentioned that because as a mentee, I always love to be near the superstars. Those are the ones with the great energy. They tend to, you know, just bring out the best in me. They help to energize me and they really help me build on my strengths and they help me em- they help me to embrace the suck. And if you're wondering what that is, it is just (laughs) (laughs) my weaknesses, okay? It's my weakness. Gotcha. (laughs) Or opportunities. You gotta be positive. Opportunities. Gotcha. (laughs) All right, E, what about you? What about you? What about you?
0: (laughs) You know what? I would say I'm interchangeably a model of a combination as far as seeking a mentor and being one. Definitely.
1: Wow. Okay. And what would you say? All right, which one of those then? helped you as a mentee so i would have to
0: say let me think about this for a sec uh the resource manager and accountability partner so Mm -hmm. you know these are two types or a combination maybe um Mm -hmm. which has been like really important in my in my career trajectory look i i know that sometimes they say that a mentor can't be a sponsor but in the In my case, my mentor actually became a sponsor. And I'll get into Mm -hmm. that detail in just a second. So, look, I've had different mentor relationships over the the course of my career, right? One in particular was earlier in my career. And this was my first professional job. I had been there about three years. So it just so happened this guy was also my manager. And he was more of a mentor. He had just joined the organization. And honestly, he was like no other manager I had ever had before. Because he truly helped me understand the value, the value I brought to my organization, and that I really was never aware of until our one-on-one conversation. So, in one example, he brought up that I needed to research positions like mine to understand the job profile outside of my organization, and here's a kicker: to also see how much it would pay. And I was like, "What? Mm. How much it would pay? Like, where are you going with this? Like, I have no idea. Where you <laughs> yeah, going with, right. That is." It- that is interesting. It was in rare. So I had listen. I had done a simple search and even connected with some external external headhunters for the first time, and I was blown away by how my salary was not at market. So he basically gave me the platform to raise a justification of why I deserved a market. I'm sorry, of why I deserved a raise to bring me at market value compensation, and ultimately, I got it, guys. Look. A $15,000
1: wow. raise. You hear me? I don't think... Yes. Wait, wait. I don't think I heard this story before. Yes, e- yes. Erica. wow. Yes,
0: yes, girl. This was significant <laughs> for me at the time. I was able to get a my first condo and everything. It was amazing. Look, he consistently reminded me to always be aware of what value I brought to an organization And has been the ultimate accountability
1: partner for me. So shout out to you, Derek. Shout out to Derek. That is uh, incredible. I mean, gosh, a 15K raise. Now that is the power of mentorship, especially when they turn into an advocate and a sponsor. Wow. That's a great success story. And you can tell that this had to be a while ago and maybe not too long ago, too, right? Because mm-hmm. now companies, they do pay equity analysis and they do equity pay adjustments. So mm-hmm. anyway, I digress. Um. So speaking on the sponsorship piece, I have so many really good stories and I really don't know which one to choose now that I'm thinking about it. All right, Erica, help me. This is what I always do. I always get Erica into one of these things. Erica, help Mm -hmm. me. Those are the text messages I I send over. (laughs) All right. So should I talk about the time that I was in operations and was drowning in about 2,000 problems, found my way out of it, right? (laughs) Found my way out of it and began getting recognition from the higher ups Or, how I ended up in DNI because someone believed in me before I believed in myself. I will let you pick. Mm,
0: This is a hard one.
1: (laughs) All right, come on.
0: (laughs) That is wrong because you, oh God, they're both really great stories. So, I know. uh, it's you know, there's lineup. about to be a bonus episode for this one. So look, let's get into your passion for DNI, and and let us try to make this a thing because you know,
1: we only have 15 minutes here. You know what? As much as I'd love to get into story time, we're going to keep our promise to you and keep it to 15 minutes. So mm-hmm. look for those stories on a bonus episode that's going to come out shortly after this one. So stay tuned. Yes,
0: exactly. So good idea. Can you talk really quick about how to secure a sponsor?
1: All right. Um, that's such a good question. Um, And let's see if I can quickly decode that. So at some organizations, right? I mean, they actually have formal sponsorship programs now, Ooh. right? Where a senior person is assigned a high performing junior person, and they're responsible for moving this person to the next level. And it's tied to their performance reviews. For others they might not have that structure at their company so the way how you gain sponsorship it's based on your performance and executing well on those high visibility projects because the sponsor is essentially putting their name and credibility behind you and saying they're a witness to your strong performance they want to be able to speak for the work that you do confidently so when your name does come up at the table for the next move they can effectively advocate on your behalf and help move things right along for you and up the ladder. Wow, Shashala, look, that right there
0: is powerful. Let's get into really quick how to secure a mentor. You heard Tony... Cortese, talk about this in our last episode, guys. Make sure you join an employee resource group, even if it's as an ally. It'll give you a chance to get closer to senior people who you think would be a good mentor to you. And listen, at the end of the day, it is your responsibility to take ownership for your career. Make sure you own it, guys. Right? Own it. Yes. We can dive in a little more on both mentorship versus sponsorship, but we're going to save that for the
1: bonus rounds, as we
0: said. So, Shashala, any last words?
1: really quickly um you can also take that mentor out to some coffee okay. it's a pandemic do a virtual catch up 15 minutes keep it brief mm-hmm. uh well you said it erica own your career i love that part so we're coming to a close i hope you all got the gist and a rundown on the difference between mentorship versus sponsorship and feel inspired to not only seek out those who are great mentors, but to also give back and become one as well, no matter where you are in your career. As always, if you have a question you would like us to decode, DM us on social media or email us at decodingcorporateamerica at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast. I am Sashala. And I am Erica. See you soon. See you soon.